0: You? She? No. You're a dragon. Be a dragon.
1: This is for all the girls who grew up without strong geek role models to help them discover their geek dreams.
0: For everyone who's ever been quizzed about their video game knowledge, because girls don't play girls games. Don't play games.
1: Geek Hearing is working to bring female identifying geeks into their prime to be the role models, dreams, and voices. Are you ready for
0: this? Welcome to Geek Caring, a critical geek culture podcast where we talk the good and the bad parts of being a chick in a male-dominated environment. Hi, I'm Amanda, and with me today is my awesome, wonderful, terrific, phenomenal, friendly, hilarious, enjoyable co-host, Monica. Hello, Monica.
1: (laughs) Hello, Amanda. That was nice. It
0: was like a comfortable blanket that I'm longing for right now. Yeah, that's what I like to think that our introductions are. They are just that little boost and the comfort and the like, hey you, you're rad. Hey you, (laughs) how's it going? It's going over here. How about you? (laughs) It's going over here.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's probably going better than over there, like here. (laughs) Wow, that's getting complicated. I'm fine is what I'm
0: saying. I'm glad to hear that you are fine. I wish you were I'm also fine.
1: Yeah, okay. That's great. Even though sometimes life gets complicated more, but
0: at least you're fine and that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, just for for some context, um I've got some family stuff going on right now and it's taking lots of love and energy. But it's okay, and we're all going to get through it together because that's what families do. And Sleep. I'm okay. That's
1: great, and I'm pretty sure it's all going to be fine. Some things just take stupid time, and I know who is patient, right? Yeah.
0: When you're a patient, what do you need? Patience. Oh,
1: well, what kind of speech is what? What kind of quote is that?
0: <laughs> that is one from previous guest Tom Knight. When you need patience. You need no, patience? when you are a patient, you need patience.
1: Ah, well, that is very true. I wonder where that if that's intentional. I don't know. That the words are so close together, maybe they... Wow. Mm-hmm. I think we need to find an
0: etymologist to uh, help us out.
1: If one of you is listening and can help us out with that and want to be a guest expert on our show, just reach out to us. We would love to... Exactly. We would love to geek out about
0: language. <laughs> kind of. I'm always up for geeking out about language. That's so. very true. So, today is very casual, right? Yeah, we wanted to just talk. Just chat. We don't just chatting. We don't have a topic in mind, just uh just wanted to have something like Monica says, relaxed and informal and just Catching up with with us, we're gonna catch up with each other, uh, mostly about the geeky things going on, what we think about the geek world, and anything cool that's happening or coming up or
1: whatever floats our boat today. So sit back and relax, grab yourself a cup of tea. If you're British, if you're not British, you can also grab yourself a cup of tea. Maybe I should have gotten myself a
0: cup of tea as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've really put me in the mood for one, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I forgive you this time. It will just make me pee. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're always in between everything, kinda. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. It's fine.
1: <laughs> you can't one cannot have everything in life? Tea or pee? They do rhyme. Do you think there's a reason for that? We need we need these etymologists on our show to figure that one De- out. Definitely. <laughs> So, what do you say to
0: 2019 so far? How is Geek World swinging with you? So far, it's I like 90% okay. At least in terms of exciting events and, and programs and movies and shows coming out. I feel that there has a lot been going on in the last couple of
1: months. So, we're on halftime almost and now I'm sitting here, and I don't remember what it will come up in the next couple of months because all the highlights they've already be- already been burnt, blasted out like this.
0: Yeah, that's very true. I feel like the first five months of this year has been like all of the things that you're looking forward to. Exactly in all two at once. in 2019, <laughs> and now we have seven months to go, and you're like, well, and now. <laughs> What's up? What's coming? So, okay, things that I am looking forward to is seeing the live-action Aladdin-ish. Ish? Ish. Well, like, part of me really wants to see it, part of me is on the fence about seeing it, and part of me kind of just doesn't want to see it. That's a lot of emotions. I have a lot of emotions. Aladdin is pretty much my favorite Disney film, so I have a lot of emotions about it. (sighs) I mean, I have to say,
1: I I come across most of the... I come across the t- trailers more often now, interestingly enough, and it looks nice. I don't know. I'm one- what I ask myself constantly is, are they
0: are the actors there singing that now, or is that the old music? Or no, it's not the old music. They're definitely singing it. Uh, if it's not them, it's it's at least a new recorded soundtrack. The thing that's p- kind of put me off. When I was all kind of, it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be awesome. I'm gonna go watch it. Give everyone like the benefit of the doubt. Is I saw a clip of the big Prince Elise scene, and like all the dancers were amazing, and I really felt like Will Smith's beanie was kind of lackluster. Like he didn't seem he didn't he didn't seem that exuberant to be to be out there and filming. And like you see him in, for example, like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and even. The, the 90s movie Wild Wild West where he did the soundtrack as well and he brought so much into the film so much life and energy and I feel like at least from that scene that it's missing mm. hmm. but I suppose I need to uh, get see them. the whole thing
1: <laughs> yeah probably get more than impression of what two minutes five minutes yeah I wonder if he just might tone it down a notch because well Robin Williams was all over the place entirely very over the top all the time and super extra with all his acting and all his improvising so maybe in order to make a stance somehow he's maybe just a lighter like a less extra version of the genie more like a yo-yo i'm cool beans
0: hipster genie you know what i mean definitely and yeah, it's yeah.
1: <laughs> it would be out of character though, as well, somehow, because he's also a tad extra over the top and hilarious, basically. Hmm. I maybe, don't know. Maybe we need to watch it. I don't know if I want to spend the money on it, to be honest. <laughs> like I paid seventeen euros for the for Avengers and. Because obviously, we need to take VIP chairs because all the comfort. But that's not even it. They were like three euros, but it's still like around 15, like 14 to 15 euros then. So I'm like. do i want to spend that money on that if i can maybe then stream it at a later state because it's not as if i need to see this because otherwise uh, there will be all the spoilers because obviously we know how aladdin ends (laughs) i would say (laughs) so i'm probably not gonna watch it in the cinemas i have to admit i didn't watch all the other ones so far
0: as well no i've I've seen uh, Beauty and the Beast in cinema. I went for a um, a birthday there.
1: Well, that's Emma Watson. That's like, I didn't see that yet, though. It was really good.
0: Well, I thought it was really good. Quite magical.
1: Which is fine, considering it's Beauty and the Beast. Didn't Emma Watson not want to wear a corsage with her dress? I don't
0: know. Not sure. I've never heard that.
1: Really? I think there was something... Where she was taking a stance because they wanted to make her hips smaller. Obviously with the... Oh, a corset. Corset, yes. You call- said a cor- corsage and I was like... Sentence, like isn't that the same on, thing? On your
0: wrist? No, a corsage is flowers on the wrist. A corset is like a... Yeah, that I mean. Okay. Yes, I did hear that. (laughs) was like you were like, "When is Belle going to the prom
1: in (laughs) Beauty and the Beast?" (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that that I liked like that snippet of knowledge. But that's just because Emma Watson is the best. I want to be best friends with her. But I feel that she has a lot of best friends, or wanna be friends for one more. That's true, because we are the best, so she needs to be friends with us, because we would all be best friends. (laughs) Yeah, a lot. I'm really... Did you see... Oh, you did go to Detective Pikachu, right?
0: Oh, I did, yeah. I really enjoyed it.
1: You really enjoyed it?
0: Yeah. Did you go see it?
1: Nope. Again, problem is... First of all, quite expensive. Second of all, I don't really have a clue about Pokemon. I have to admit it right here, right meow. And (sighs) German dubbing, no fun, no bueno. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I can see that. I think for that one, you would probably need to watch it in English. Yeah, and
1: that's only once. Maybe, if even not with all of the movies.
0: And I don't want to go to Graz for that, just to watch Detective Pikachu? Well I mean you could go to Graz and watch Detective Pikachu and get vegan I
1: mean I only go to Graz for we- for vegan food anyway. I mean therapy and vegan food which you will soon enjoy. <laughs> um but yeah, I don't know. Or Indian. Wow, i just fell down the I just fell down the black hole of foods I want to eat. See you in two hours. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, right. So one thing I'm actually kind of on the fence about seeing is... um, Sonic the Hedgehog. No, um, Dark Phoenix. What? What? Why? My only reason is that I haven't seen a lot of the more recent X-Men films and movies. um, And I feel like maybe seeing that as a standalone... Like, I've seen a lot of them, to be honest. Like, I have seen... Before I did my Marvel marathon, I had seen more X-Men films than Marvel. Mm Mm-hmm. But I still feel like maybe I might find it a bit disjointed. Just heading in there. But there is still enough
1: time to see how many. There are not that many with the new X-Men, are there?
0: True. Like what, two or three max? Yeah. Maybe Tom and I will spend some time over the next weeks watching. Because I did get a really, really awesome Dark Phoenix poster at Free Comic Book Day a few weeks ago. And Sophie Turner just looks phenomenal as Dark Phoenix, and I'm like, uh, yeah. yeah." Honestly, I feel, like, from my expectations,
1: I feel I'm gonna like her more as Dark Phoenix uh, than as Sansa. So I'm like, I feel I really wanna see that. I obviously have to catch up again, which I'm not gonna, which I'm not sad about, because I do like James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender, and generally I do like the X-Men. So, I probably need to catch up as well. But I think I I, I really want to see that one.
0: geek carrying Watch Party, maybe?
1: Yay! That we can do. I did think
0: you were going to say Sonic the Hedgehog. You're not sure if you're going to watch? Oh, no. As it stands right now, I wouldn't go see it. However, the director has now said that they're postponing it until 2020 to fix the animation, which I'm quite sad about for the animators. But from a fan's point of view, I'm kind of like yay <laughs> i didn't even hear that yeah so they he had vowed that he would f- get like that they would fix the the creepy animation um and that it would still come out at the expected release date but he's now said that it's going to be postponed till 2020 so they can fix it like legit i feel super bad for the animation team because i know how how, how much work goes into like oh it's so cre- hard and then going back and fixing how many minutes worth of a film because there's gonna be a lot, and like my, my heart goes out to them, that's gonna
1: suck. That's for sure gonna suck. How much did you did one see him? I mean, what is the main complaining point? His face? Something
0: like Sonic, probably the biggest. I mean, but Sonic's not talking, is he? <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, he talks in this as far as I know. yeah, that's what I mean. What reference does one have True? But have you seen him, Monica? He's creepy as fuck. I mean, his face is creepy, but he's also a blue hedgehog. <laughs> you know, like you you compare some artist renditions of him, like, and to what the film has made him, and it's like it would, yeah, it's wrong. It's just, it's just it doesn't look like him. As long as we're over his calves, I don't think we get over those.
1: But why? He's a runner. He needs freaking calves. But
0: yeah. Oh man, I'm sad for the animators then. Yeah, it's really really shitty for them. And it also like puts this weird precedent that fans can dictate to filmmakers. And I don't yeah. know how I feel about that. I
1: have a few issues with that maybe. That uh, I, yes. I mean, but obviously they're going to they are the ones who are going to watch the movie, so they don't want to they don't Apparently, the fan base is still big enough for people to want to watch that. So, obviously, they have to create something that people will want to watch. But what I'm wondering is if they didn't have like some sort of market research kind of thing. Where they would be like... I mean, there must be some fans in that production as well. Because you're not just gonna... Don't you think? Yeah. So, either they didn't market research at all. They didn't test screen at all before they showed stuff.
0: Or they did, and they didn't care. Until the shitstorm came?
1: Maybe, but...
0: It's like I haven't heard one person say that they're happy with the way that Sonic looks.
1: Yeah. I feel it's so difficult. He's blue hedgehog. That running that you 90% of the time see from the side. It's difficult to make that not look weird.
0: I don't know in 3D better than they've made it look. Yeah, probably. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it's a tough one, and I think it was a really tough decision to come. Oh, for sure. And I'm like I say, I'm not sure it's the right decision I, from a fan's point of view. I'm kind of like, yay, yeah, make them look better, but yeah. it's just it's it, it's a tough call, and I'm not sure how I feel about this for the future of filmmaking.
1: <laughs> I feel it gets more and more difficult in the movie industry where it must get more and more difficult in the movie industry because basically what is happening is that people are arts outs- outsourcing their content to social media so people can just find someone to fund what they're planning if they have a big enough um, fan base or a big enough marketing strategy behind it you could crowdfund something on your own and create something awesome because there are things out there that are a great quality in general. Like maybe the content is weird, but in general there is great movie making available on YouTube as well. So there is a high uh, competition and they will be able to react quicker to things. So obviously the fans will probably be more entitled to watch it and what 90% of the youth these days is on social media alone anyway. No judgment here. but let's see if they will show us new a new sonic face and what it will look like wraps huh
0: they'll probably keep it like totally under wraps
1: (laughs) yeah you only see it from behind until the movie releases and then it's a super exactly
0: (laughs) yeah yeah um i don't see them making that mistake again (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: unless money dries out then we won't see sonic in 3d anyway weren't there bigger actors in there as well
0: yeah jim jim carrey is the only oh, name yeah. that I know, but he's a pretty big actor
1: but i guess he's also flying on another cloud general so that's probably just probably
0: doesn't care as much it's just like
1: eh. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a pretty rad artist
0: yeah that's true i i've actually seen some of his artwork i i didn't know anything about it until quite recently i was like oh it's actually quite cool yeah But yeah, lost a few of his marbles along the way, I guess. Well, it's probably bound to happen. He was pretty crazy to begin with. Yeah. In a good way. Yeah. And maybe still in a good way. It's just a different way.
1: Yeah. Different way. Everybody has their own level of woo. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, whatever floats your boat. Yep. And how are you happy with the year so far and your geeky achievements? Let's call it that. (laughs)
0: What do you mean by geeky achievement? Sorry.
1: How you cultivated the geekdom this year so far. Are you happy with yourself? Do you feel it got a bit on the back burner? Would you like to geek out more? Would you like like to turn back time and geek out about something else because something was so horrible?
0: How's it going there? Okay. I think it's going really good. Um, you know, from a personal point of view, I've been embracing the geek a lot more this year. I've been enjoying the geekdom that's coming out, for better or for worse. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at you last week's episode of Game of Thrones. <laughs> but yeah, I've really been embracing and enjoying and finding other people in like the geek culture. For example, a very recent example on Saturday night, I went out for my friend Kathy's. Birthday party, and we went up to a bar in Belfast that is called a well, it's called Cuckoo, and is dubbed a Geek Easy. So it's full of arcade games, pool tables, ping pong tables, geeky artwork. Like there was pixel art on the wall. When you walked into the bathrooms, there was a gigantic Deadpool just like giving you heart heart hands. <laughs> and the cocktail menu was like. All the cocktails were named after video game or movie or TV characters, like really geeky ones. So that was awesome. But not only that, Kathy like match made me with one of her other friends and she's perfect. She She's like into Harry Potter. She plays board games, um, magic, the gathering. What else? We, we we talked for like the entire night. Plus she's into gangster rap and I'm into gangster rap. And it was just like <laughs> brilliant. Meeting another like locally local super geeky person, and so we're gonna be getting together and having some board game nights and getting to know each other. Cool. Yeah. So like that was that was pretty cool. Embracing the geekiness and just like outwardly proclaiming, I am a geek. Geekdom connecting
1: people since 1994. I mean, yeah. that's just a random number I threw out there, but whatever.
0: It has been connecting for a lot longer than that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah, and the coolest thing, actually, about the bar, which I found out towards the end of the night, Christian Nairn, the actor who plays Hodor in Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. he owns it. What? Yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> it's pretty cool. And sometimes he's, like, even DJing in the club that's on the third floor. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Nice. Pretty cool. Yeah. Lots of fun. Sad that he wasn't there. I know. Who knows where he is? He goes all over the world DJing, so. Hmm. Would have still been cool if he would have been there. Totally. I have met him before, like at that first conference uh, where I se- held Maisie Williams' hand. He mm-hmm. was there. And I met him another time um, at a, another thing, uh, convention. He's so tall or he looks so tall. He's super tall. Like super ne- next level human. <laughs> yeah. Like he's probably the tallest person I've ever met. And I went to high school with a guy that was a foot and a half taller than me nice i mean i have no idea what a foot and a half taller means but nice i was like six foot five and i was oh i was just over five foot so it was almost a foot and a half taller than me i don't know what six foot five is for you uh metric people i recall six foot five being tall yeah 196 nice centimeters that's tall (laughs) it's pretty tall Pretty tall. Pretty darn tall. Um, Yeah, so yeah, that's kind of what I've been really cultivating this year is my geek connections. But one other thing that I am starting to explore, and I know we talked about this not publicly yet, so I'll just like, spoilers, it's coming. I'm going to be starting to write some game and book reviews mm-hmm. that will be published probably over on Geek Herring. Um, yeah. That's a lot of fun. I'm excited about that. Yeah, me too. I wish that I had... um a um, a little bit more time to devote to doing that right now Mm. but you know life and family and work circumstances are it's not uh giving me the the time yet to do it which is unfortunate but it will come it's gonna come it's gonna be there
1: that's for sure and it's all in the foreseeable future so it's not as if it's like i don't know when
0: it's ever gonna happen Exactly. It's so. happening. There's one review written. There's one review penned in my head and <laughs> actually connected with an author on Twitter who's sending me a book. Um, his book, his debut novel to do a review for him. So it is coming. Geek Haring listeners, watch out for it. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited that you got the book, man. So cool. It's going to be very cool. So what about you, Monica? Like, talk about your geeky achievements. How do you feel? All those questions that you asked me, I'm putting them right back onto you. <laughs> Thank you.
1: And sometimes I'm really sad that there is no visual to to our podcast because sometimes it's pretty hilarious. Um, Yeah, my geeky achievements or in general. For me, it was like I was online and doing techie weird geeky things before being online doing techie weird geeky things was cool <laughs> so that was often for me it, so that's why i was often more in a position of not doing it publicly as much or <clears throat> thinking that it's more something that i enjoy But that's not something that is shared in a bigger scale. I don't even recall having other girls who were um, also a bit geeky. So I was always more the lone wolf in that situation. And also probably not embracing it as much as in, I can proudly state that that's who I am. And since we are doing that podcast, that's all very different just because it feels more like it's just a part of me that's there that has always been there and that i that's a part that i don't have to hide not that i have ever like actively hidden anything <laughs> well for that i was too long in front of my computer and was had too many boyfriends well that sounds as if i was whoring around but <laughs> that were uh, all online so it's not that I, it was not something that people knew that I was into weirder things. That's probably, or things that you're not interested in when you're 14 and going out, hooking up, trying to hook up with boys. Um, so, <laughs> um, I like this story. <laughs> <laughs> things happen, but now it's more like, yeah, this is me. I, I can try active or I I'm more conscious about it myself, I have to say. So that's that that there is a general thread that connects all my interests, and
0: that's them. And I yeah. like that. Yeah, same. It's really nice to actually talk about and discover and be so confident when you're like, everything that I'm interested in has this connection. Yeah. And I mean, it's not even
1: about putting it in a drawer like this or, or struck like, you know, that's not mm-hmm. the right word. <sighs> narrowing it down to something but it's just you see the red thread as well and it's also giving you more confidence somehow because you know more what to look for and that's and that it's fine because sometimes you try and find yourself in life doing things that have more worth if you know what i mean so you have to read the smarter books because why would you read just this sort of books you need to consciously do something to improve yourself mm-hmm. and you it feels like you can't improve your life or yourself when you read harry potter books <laughs> but that's just bullshit
0: i noticed <laughs> it is <total> bullshit <laughs> like harry potter books are pretty awesome they they address so much stuff that is true and they address it in a way more fun way than other than like quote unquote adult i so. agree I'm
1: not talking my HP down. <laughs> 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 HP still gives me the, the the chills and the goosebumps and all the feels. So yeah. and it elevates me to a whole different place when I'm reading it, so that's totally weird as well, but great weird. But yeah, so it's now it's just like yeah, I'm into that kind of things and that's fine. So that's getting a getting an acceptance for myself somehow more which yeah. I do like. In which I'm like, deal with it, people. (laughs) And if I quote Star Wars on a client call, I quote Star Wars on a client call. (laughs) You just own that. Yeah, I don't know. It's not actively trying to hide it, but you're also not out there with it as much, you know? Mm. So, But now it's more like I'm more out there when you see other people doing the same thing and connecting with other also girls doing the same thing. And that's just comforting and confidence building somehow. So that's my geeky. And this year I feel I fangirled more than I ever did. <laughs> like I, I celebrated <clears throat> my excitement for things more. Like I was actually physically excited before Captain Marvel and obviously before Endgame. Um so so th- that's all something I celebrated more in the moment and it's great Mm -hmm. like what i watched a few interviews with all the Avengers cast and they talk about Stan Lee and their experiences with him and how they what they remembered from him and Chris Hemsworth well I had to throw that sign there (laughs) um he was like Stan Lee gave them the impression that it's great that we can all stay kids forever and that that's fine somehow. So if we embrace our flaws and what we love like Stan Lee did, then yeah, you have a pretty fulfilled and awesome life somehow. So that's something that I feel you can always do with, with geekdom embrace your inner child and nurture it a bit and that it's totally
0: reasonable and totally legit and totally fine. Yeah. I agree <laughs> with that. I agree with that a lot. Keeping hold of that, playful side of yourself. Like I've even been noticing it in my my own me, like in the past few weeks. I, I felt now that I'm really talking about and embracing and connecting like gaming and geekdom and mental health especially like because there's definitely an intersection. But I am feeling so much more at peace and confident with myself. Mm. Now that I've like made that distinction and just have started to talk about it. Mm. Oh yeah.
1: I'm pretty sure. It's very you mentioned the mental health mental health aspect. And so when it when it wasn't that awesome in the last couple of months for me, I noticed that I did a lot more hardcore like hardcore gaming, which is not wrong because I <laughs> had like five days of playtime in Final Fantasy in three days technically. <laughs> which I mean <laughs> it's not probable in math terms but to exaggerate my point and i feel like that was the first time i actually finished the games and yes it was probably in hindsight i feel i needed that a lot if you know what i mean so it's also something where you can flee to which is not always healthy if you do that and then get stuck in that zone of trying to hide from the world But I felt, for me, it felt like it since I wasn't talking myself down because of it. And it really helped me walk through
0: it better, if you know what I mean. It's a a good way, I think, to distract yourself. Yeah,
1: which I don't technically feel is always the best
0: choice. But temporarily, it's legit. For sure, like... When you are dealing with things, it sometimes is good to have that outlet of distraction. But I think when you're playing for that long at a time as well, it gives it kind of lets your brain process what you're going through on a subconscious level. Because even though you're not thinking about it actively, it's still there and you're keeping your like active mind active and like it's all working under the under the surface.
1: Hmm. I don't know if I would hundred percent agree on that because i feel the subconscious mind drives its own truck with us constantly anyway
0: <laughs> well, that's very so- true.
1: <laughs> so and the issue some most of the time or often is that we let our subconscious mind drive the truck all the time mm-hmm. and while we're gaming we just don't focus where it drives to maybe but that doesn't keep the subconscious mind from driving the truck so, I do take basically, I do feel that at some point things need to be addressed. So I don't think that it's the it resolves the problem. It just puts it on hold for some time. And I feel you still need to be conscious about it because if that get, if that becomes the go-to place for you to not deal with the with the issues in your life, then it's not very much different from an, another addiction but i feel if it's a cons if it's if a conscious decision and you're aware of it that or then it can be pretty helpful yeah i think we would have a lot to discuss about mental health and gaming yes we need a e- um, separate episode
0: yeah i think we should have a separate episode about it yep yeah. so stay tuned Yeah so many good points there and yeah I just think that we have a lot to talk about and I think it would also be really cool if we got in like a therapist or a mental health expert who has maybe a focus on on gaming and and or addiction.
1: I would really. So if you are a geek and a therapist we want you because sometimes I feel just being a therapist it's easy if you don't understand the geek world to put every gaming situation in an addictive drawer. So every thing that has to do with gaming is just another addiction. But I not, ne- don't necessarily agree. So I would like to have someone on who knows their shit not only about all of that mental health situation, but if you are a geek and a therapist, come join us on our show. I'm just super excited about this at the second. (laughs) It's a good thing to be excited about. So yeah. What
0: else is coming up this year? Okay, well, there's the live-action Lion King. There's uh, Warcraft Classic, which is currently out in beta and stress test. That'll be coming out. The excitement is limited for all of that.
1: But we've been very spoiled. We were so spoiled the first five months. Very spoiled. Apparently, His Dark Materials will be on an HBO
0: show. Yes, I would have high hopes for that. I loved, loved, loved those books.
1: I'm pretty sure I know the article, like I know the name of... Because Anna recommended them to me ages ago and I never read them, but I think that's exactly the books that she mentioned back in the days. Yeah, they're
0: by written by Philip Pullman.
1: Oh, yeah, I think and that's
0: that. They're so good. Uh, the Golden Compass, Subtle Knife, and the Amber Spyglass.
1: Mm-hmm. Isn't
0: there a movie as well about the Golden Compass? Yeah, we'll just pretend it doesn't really <laughs> exist. Okay, <laughs> so it's bad.
1: But I hope so because James McAvoy. boy. Yeah. Sorry. Always good. I like that Scotsman.
0: Yeah, but that's, I really don't know anything else that's coming. Well, I will tell you one thing I am really excited about, and it's going to be geeky. Yes. Me and Tom are coming to visit you. Yes, that's going to be geeky. That's gonna be very geeky because that's what happens when you put three geeks in a room together. Three and a half. Maybe three and a half. Yeah, because I suppose the weirdo will be there. (laughs) I suppose he will be there.
1: He might not be very interactive, but he will be there. (laughs) And also there's a dog. Yoshi. So it's basically (laughs) that one is always kind of geeky. Yeah. And we'll get to you'll take me to that geek cafe. Yes. That's a plan. And vegan food and chocolate. And vegan food and chocolate, especially chocolate. A vegan chocolate. Yeah. So that's going to be something very geeky. And we'll
0: definitely have a bit of a geek carrying photo shoot. <sighs> I was scared you would say that. <laughs> but yes, we can do that. In the geek cafe. It's the only thing that makes sense. Yes, it does. That's, that is very true. Oh, man. Yes, yeah. I
1: will be more comfortable. I- I am more comfortable with myself by then. Probably not likely to happen in a month. But
0: (laughs) uh, it will be fine. It will be fine. Yes, I'm excited. Yes, I am excited. I just hope they're they're open. They will be open. They will be open.
1: Yeah. And if they're not open, we'll break the door down. We can do that. So now that we have it on tape, if you hear something in Graz, (laughs) wasn't us.
0: Definitely not us. So yeah, that is what we have for you this week on Geek Herring. One question that I want to ask you, our awesome geeky listeners, we want to make our Patreon work for you. And we want to bring more fun to it. And we're wondering, what kind of rewards would you like to see? Because yes, uh, the Patreon exists, but right now it's just kind of there. Do you want to see roundtable discussions where we have times that you listeners can come into a call with us and we can chat and talk about feminism? Do you want to see merch, other things, (laughs) merch, and yeah, merch, discount codes for the merch store? Let us know. Yes. (laughs) Let us know let us know you can see what we're up to already if you go over to patreon.com forward slash geek you'll be able to see what we've got going on so far
1: yes cool beans
0: we are open for pretty much everything
1: well besides getting naked well but- <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, <laughs> well i won't <laughs> amanda can still be debated about yeah. <laughs> cool so thanks for tuning in this week we were uh, just chatting yeah, it was enjoyable to chat. Enjoyable to chat, like a warm, cozy blanket. Huh. And see you again next week.
0: Bye. Bye. If you like this episode of Key Caring, why not leave us an iTunes review? You can also find us on social at Geek Caring and over on Geekaring.com.
1: This show is brought to you by... Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.